happy Valentine's Day, I guess. Uh, it's a special Valentine's edition of Talk Comics to me, and we're doing it just for you. Yeah, just because it was, <laughs> it's really, really cold, and Heather could not get a ride the other day. So, you know, negative whatever degrees, like negative 13 with wind chill. So, yeah, we uh, had to not do that. So, you know, if you live in Omaha and you're listening, go ahead and find Omaha Street Medics and donate some money to them. So they can yeah help. that's a good idea yeah i didn't even think about that that's uh, fantastic listen to champ champ's always right <laughs> uh so you can donate money to them because we are poor and you might have more money than us but they help ha- houseless folks in omaha which is incredibly important especially when it is so cold right now uh so anyway we're actually here to talk about comics uh you go ahead and start, you know. I have quite a heavy week this week. Yeah. Plus, um, you know, sex is never safe. Yes, speaking of. Even when you use all of the proper proper stuff. Which I don't need. Okay, I'm not going to lie. I don't think they proper, use proper protection. protection there yeah. um, so this is Casual Fling. This is an AWA Upshot book, uh, issue number one of four. And I gave this a chance because a majority of the books that I've been reading through AWA, I have enjoyed. And this one was no different. This was disgusting, and I loved it. (laughs) Uh, This is about a married businesswoman who is kind of tired of the monotony of her life. She meets a man at, like, a business meeting, and they kind of click. And, you know, she has a cute little casual fling with him, except it ends up not being cute. Um, or casual. Or casual, yeah, because he's a freak. And um, I don't know. I, this was like a different... Feeling like a freak on a leash. That's him. That's him. He's got a leash too, I bet. Um, but this was like a weird take on it because it's usually the man who's a business dude and who's, you know, cheating on his wife. But the the man in this is the one who stays at home and takes care of the kids and like has a routine and stuff and she's like the the strong she is the Carrie Bradshaw of the house. I gotta I actually should leave. <laughs> I got somewhere else to go. Oh my um, goodness. Just make sure to turn off the soup. Okay. What no, time? Uh whenever. Whenever? Okay. Yeah. Um but yeah I actually this one I mean Aside from the, the content of it, I didn't think that I was going to enjoy it, but it was done in just a, a, such a way mm-hmm. that it was very fascinating to read. And I did only special order this one issue, but I think I'm going to add it. Oh, the it's okay. The poster fell down. Oh, God. I was like, <laughs> Mega, why'd you knock over your bowl? <laughs> um, He's strong, man. But yeah, so if you love reading stories about... Um, uh, cheating, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> if you love reading stories about cheating, those are my favorites. Um, but yeah, the the tagline here is sex is never safe, which I think is really funny because it can be if you do it the right way. Yeah, that's, but, that's a really important part. Yes, um, but yeah, only going to be four issues, so I'm excited to see like what happens Like, because the way that it ends, you can tell that the guy that she had the affair with is just uh, scary. Mm-hmm, he is terrifying. Mm-hmm. He's like David Boyanis in the movie Valentine. I've never seen that movie. Oh my god! I have no reference for what's oh happening. Oh my god! But I guess you know what it it hits because it's Valentine's Day. Yep, and, and it's it, David Boyanis yeah. who is apparently just a turd in real life. So we'll see. Uh, okay, so I have homesick pilots. <laughs> this is issue number three. Uh, I still really, really like this book a lot. Uh, I really think that this uh, particular issue does a really great job of, I don't know, you don't, 
the second issue, you kind of think it's just going to be like a quest sort of book where she's going to be finding these different uh, objects in different places. And like, that's going to be every issue. But uh, I mean, that is what happens throughout the book, but that's not what each issue is. This kind of delves more into uh, who each character is and kind of more into uh, kind of the separation between her and her like bandmates and like how they came together and all that sort of thing and how like they are being driven apart because of all of this stuff that's happening currently. Uh, yeah, still, I mean, I personally really enjoy it. I really like the art and the colors quite a bit. I really do like the story a lot. Um, I don't know. Let's just, I'm really just like every issue, I'm excited to like read it and see what's happening. And I am like waiting for that falter just because it does seem very possible with a story like this. Right. It seems like a lot of like undertaking, especially like building the characters and like the house in a meaningful way without coming off just really cheesy. And it just like doesn't so far. I like suppose I could see that aspect, but personally I, I still really, really like it. And I think it's really worth the the read. Yeah, I, I read that first issue. Finally, I told you I did a lot of mm-hmm. reading. I, I, I finished reading it, um, and I loved it. Uh, I think I'm just going to get the trade. Yeah, that makes like, sense, Like, pick up the too. trade yeah. when it comes out. Um, but I did. I really enjoyed it. Um, I'm glad that you recommended it to me because it was just, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm, yeah. mm-hmm. And I don't think, like, for me, it doesn't feel like something I would necessarily traditionally like either. Right. But I do like it a lot. Nice. Very good. Okay. So next we have uh, Last Witch. This is issue number two. Uh, I yeah, I really do love the story a lot. It's it's really good, and I like the way that they they're taking kind of like Irish mythology and incorporating it into the story. I think that's mm-hmm. that's really mm-hmm. cool. That's one of my favorite things that they do in stories. So I don't know. It's very very fascinating. Um, I can't remember the the girl's name, and it makes me very upset. Oh yeah, I'm having a terrible time with that. Yeah, I know. Um, her friend's name, Pijig, um, the, the one who was mean in the beginning mm-hmm. or whatever in the first issue, they find out what happens to him. It's not good. Uh, the witch is real. Uh, Bran, is that her brother's name? I, I honestly can't I know, I cannot. name right now. driving me nuts. Anyway, um, the, the main character of the story, the girl, uh, she finds out that her family has like a... I guess lineage of witches and she is no different she has like a a mark yeah um so she's kind of learning what that means and how that's going to help her save her family i guess uh, yeah i yeah it's a uh, it's such a good story and i do like how like they're weaving together like pieces of it and i don't know this is another one where i wasn't sure i would enjoy it at all but i like love it quite a bit i do love the story a lot um I don't know, probably the cigar-smoking grandmother sold it for me quite a bit mm-hmm. because just, like, some of those panels were just really, really perfect and reminded me of just, like, a cartoon and, like, in such an interesting way and, like, her facial expressions and just, like, what she was doing was always really great. Yeah, so. that makes sense. You love old women that do that kind of <laughs> Yeah, no, exactly. It's just, yep. like, it was one of those things where I was just like, oh, yeah, if you really want to sell me this story, this is the way to do it. Yeah. And I just, and, yeah, the art is so good, too. I think that's a really, like, powerful, like, conduit through which, like, the story is told, too. It's so clean. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, it's just, it's a really, really interesting story. I'm glad, Patrick, you feel the same way. It's cool. Yeah. Cool. I'm into it. I love it. All right, and then next we have Orcs. 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 This is issue. Orcs. There, yeah. This, my neighbor's probably like, what the fuck? Just down here screaming orcs. <laughs> like, 
are there hobbits in there? Do they need help? <laughs> uh, so this is issue number one. I actually did not special order this one. I grabbed it off the wall, or was able to grab it off the wall. And I actually kind of like this a little bit. Um, it reminded me a lot of Headlopper in a very, like, childlike way. Mm-hmm. Just orcs on a mission yeah orcs on a mission <laughs> yeah i enjoyed it quite a bit i like the way that they the the way they communicate mm-hmm. the, the dialogue between the characters i just thought it was interesting the all the weird animals i guess that are in this yeah it was just a lot of fun it did it, i don't know i just had a lot of fun with it yeah i, I enjoyed it quite a bit i would say i don't have much to say about it other than that because it is just like kind of an adventure book just uh-huh. a little silly and it is, I don't know, very much a first issue where it just kind of like, hey, this is the world that you're mm-hmm. in, like, get ready for it. You're going to have a time. Yeah. Me? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay. I have Critical Role, Vox Machina Origins. This is series three. This is issue number one. Uh, this takes place pretty much directly after the last series. Percy is now a part of the group. Uh, Grog has figured out what has happened to him, and now they are back in a town trying to rest and find a way to make money because they have used all their money. Um, they get, like, a very simple kind of quest, and it's just finding finding this woman's son, and Keyleth wants to do it because she is very kind, mm-hmm. and she just wants to help, but everyone else is just like, nah, they're not offering money. We're not going to do it. So she's just trying to convince them the entire time to do that. Okay. Love the art. I absolutely love the art in this book. Um, I don't know. The way that Vax is drawn just makes me really happy because all the faces that he makes is how I imagined his faces when I would listen to this first, first I guess... Or, or, what am I trying to say? The first I, campaign. I honestly, the first <laughs> campaign. I almost said orc again. <laughs> but yes, it's uh, the artist. Really is there an orc in my apartment? Orcs. <laughs> I got. I have my st- sword. I got sting. Do I need okay. to just like take it out? You might need to. Like we need just, to know just in case. <laughs> but yes, I think if you uh, are a fan of Critical Role at all. They're not necessary because it really doesn't have anything to do with the things that happen in the campaign. It's just a fun little extra thing mm-hmm, to read. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Matthew Mercer is, like, a huge part of it. So I think that's really cool. Yeah. All right. I have Rorschach. 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 Uh, this is issue number five. Man, I have read so many of this. And I said I was going to take it off, and I was like, oh, well, I mean, I've read so far. Why would <laughs> I just... hate it this far. Why would I stop now? Um, which somebody should probably just be like, you know, it'd be best if you stopped. Uh, I I didn't, like, mind this issue at all. And it did uh, the CIA, CIA agent or FBI dude, whoever the fuck he is, <laughs> he works for the government, Shadow piece of shit trying to overthrow shit i don't know um he talks to turley who is running against redford i believe uh for president and he believe he's been he believes the attack on him was orchestrated by redford and that it has all been like a and that this guy is covering everything up um and then he kind of goes more into like his relationship with the comedian and like how he met him in vietnam and these sorts of things uh, I don't, I just, honestly, I might like this story a little more if it wasn't based in this world. Like, if it was its own separate thing? Yeah, like, I feel okay. like it's some, a story that's, like, plausible without this character 
and this, like, setting. I can see that, because, I mean, I've, you know, never read the origins of this <laughs> character, but reading the first one, I thought that it, it would be cool if it was just, like, a brand new thing. Mm-hmm, hmm It just, it feels like parts of it are just, like, it just doesn't seem necessary, and it does feel like it could be more full and... Like, I mean, it's well thought out, but I just feel like there's just, I know, it's something, there's something missing, I guess is the best way for me. Okay. I mean, that makes sense. I I feel like I read about that recently, that story in in general, where it's just like, there's just something not quite there. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know, like Watchmen is its own thing. Once again, we don't need to have this conversation ever again, but it's just, for me, you know. Not necessary. Not necessary. Okay. I get that. Okay. So now we have I Walk With Monsters. This is issue, what, number three? Three, yes. Um, I loved this issue. I thought it was really good. You get to go into the history of David and why. Is it? Oh, it is David. David. I don't know why I thought it was Daniel. Is Daniel her brother? Yeah, maybe. Okay. I I knew it was something weird like that. Okay, yeah. David. um, You get to know his history, like who he is and who he was like before he met up with JC and why he's able to do the things that he doesn't want her to do. Um, I still, I love the the relationship between Mm -hmm. the two of them. I think it's wholesome in a way. Yeah. Despite what they're doing, like I, I, I like the the thought that he is protecting her. Yeah, I think he's just trying to keep her from that like edge of doing something that like can push her to like extremes that like he yes. understands more than she does. Um, but the story they find, they figure out who the the bad man is who took her brother, mm-hmm. and that was her whole mission. So it's them trying to figure out the next step and what they're supposed to do in order for her to get her revenge. Yeah. I, I did, again, I really love this story. I, I think it's really. It's interesting. Yeah, it's, I was going to say, like, good, and it is good, but it is, it's more interesting. Yeah, the way it's, like, weaving itself together yeah. has been really good. And I really like the art quite a bit, too. Yeah, it's really good. I like, I was just going to point out that cover again because I love the cover that you got. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. It's so good. Tanya, Jen Hickman, one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. I um, I had considered getting that one too, but like, I'm a freak and I was like, I have cover A's already, so I just yeah. I can't do it. Yeah, no, I get it. Okay, so next we have Bliss. This is issue number five. Is this back after a hiatus or yeah, was it just... A, it's been like four months? Okay. Something like that. It's been a while. Because I remember when the fourth issue came out it was like oh now this is gonna be a, a bit of time two yeah. months probably okay okay because i couldn't remember like i knew it had been a while but i was just like has it actually been yeah it's been like a okay bit. okay um you're just kind of introduced to the gods and like how everybody's kind of weaved together and how why can't I remember that dude's name? His Perry? dad. Perry's dad is... I can't remember his name. I just remember Perry because I kept calling him Percy. <laughs> Perry's dad is trying to, like, get higher ground and do better and kind of repent. And Perry's learning all of these things as he is trying to go about taking the gods down. Mm-hmm. And saving his dad in the process, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. There's a lot going on. I still really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I, I think I especially liked this issue just because you see the dad is trying to heal himself, but he can't without accepting the mm-hmm. things that he's done. Mm-hmm. And I just like the way that was done. 
his therapist, I guess, if you will. Yeah. I really liked her. I thought she was great. I mean, like, you have to, like, accept this to mm-hmm. be able to, like, feel the weight. Yeah, it was good. I do like it a lot. Go ahead. Me? Okay. Mm-hmm. So I have uh, White Ash Presents Glarian. This is, like, a weird font to use for it. I didn't even, like, consider how to pronounce the name. Glarian, I suppose. Um, she is an assassin of sorts. It's three different stories that are told. One writer has different artists for each of the three parts. Um, the timeline is really cool, I guess, the way that it's set up. So the, the first chapter in the story is her. Uh, there's a hit out on her, so all these people are coming to kill her. Mm-hmm. And she gets poisoned, and uh, a younger kid is the one who ends up saving her. And she says, you know, like, in a thousand years, if you need my help for anything, like, I could use you as a guard. So then the second part of the story is a thousand years plus from that time. Mm-hmm. Um, they meet up and they are, I mean, he's, he's been, like, in love with her forever. But they are lovers, I guess, in a sense. Okay. Uh, without, I mean, I like the way that it's done because it's not, like, it's, they just hint at it, like, oh, this is this. But they're on a bunch of different quests to do things, and he had been taken captive. So the Thane, and his name is Thane, the Thane in this one isn't actually him. So then she goes on her own separate quest to find him. And then the last chapter is, like, a thousand years from that point, and they are living in the United States, like, masquerading as, like, well, I, I think it's the United States, they don't actually say. Yeah. But they're masquerading as, like, humans and stuff, and it's just, like, a timeline of how these two people met and spent their entire lives together. And I just, I thought it was done really well. Um, I did not know what to expect when I had ordered it. I was just like, oh, it's mm-hmm. just a standalone, like, one story. Cool, I, I'm into it. Um, and you know, I love, love stories. So I just, this was done, (laughs) really enjoyed it. And I, I like the fact that the artist changed for each chapter of the story. Yeah. Um, and I did like them all in their own separate ways. It's just really violent and there's a lot of love and I just loved it so much. Uh, good, good. All right. So now we have Norse mythology. This is number five. This is one of my favorite stories in Norse mythology. Is it? It is, yes. I really, really enjoy this one. Um, mostly because I just feel terrible for Fenrir, and uh, I don't think anyone in these stories got what they deserved, and I don't know. I think Tyr's whole part in it was really cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I like this one quite a bit. I like the art a lot, too. Uh, <gasps> Rex. Um. So... <laughs> Okay, I'm going to continue. Yeah, no, keep going. Uh, yeah, I really liked it. I, yeah, sorry. I was just, I like the way that certain things are done in mm-hmm. this. Because um, I'm not personally too big of a Neil Gaiman fan, but this is like a, a completely different thing. I love these stories very much. I love, they're short and to the point, but they, yeah. get, they get everything that you want from it. Um I don't know, I just, I really enjoy these. I think they're just really well done. Um, And this next story, I'm, like, really excited to see how it plays out. It's uh, Freya, Thor loses his hammer, Loki says some things he's not supposed to say, and I just, I love what's coming next, so I'm excited to see what happens and how it plays out. But I am very, I've been pretty impressed with how this has turned out and I was thinking maybe I should actually read the book now even though I've like read these stories a million times maybe it'll be like something different yeah like a a a different different take on them yeah take it in for sure so 
I don't know, Neil Gaiman surprising me, so <laughs> thank you. Uh, okay, so then we have Dark Detective. This is issue number three. We got one uh, left. One left. I did read two and three this week, so I could get caught up. And I don't know. The story is, like, interesting at the same time where I just really am looking at this because Dan Moore is art. That's, I think that's about where I'm at, too. Like, um, I, I'm enjoying it, but at the same time, I'm just, what's going to be the payoff here? Yeah, because I'm I'm not invested in it. And yeah. I think it might just be because of the content. Like well, the, it's the just characters. like that, I mean, that Gotham has very little, I don't know, weight to you, I guess. Yeah. And then the magistrate... I don't know, he just seems like a robot, so you don't really, like, quite get his gig yet, and mm-hmm. it just kind of seems like, I don't know. And I don't think it's bad, I just don't, like I said, I just want the payoff, I need I need to know, but it's it looks gorgeous, it oh, looks yeah. so good, it's insane. I was uh, more invested in it when I was imagining this version of Batman being played by Henry Cavill, so as I was reading it, I just kept pretending that it was him, and I was like, hell yeah, Henry, get it. But... The, I got it, I'm not going to lie, the Grifters story was probably my favorite. Part yeah, of I, this did, issue. I did like how that ended, too. Mm-hmm. That was quite quite interesting. Um, I am glad, despite the fact that it is Dan Mora and I could read anything that he does the art for forever, I am glad this, this is going to be only four issues because, mm-hmm. yeah, I just don't, I just want something more. I just I want the conclusion and I want it to be worth my worth my time. Yeah, I guess. But and it's not bad. It's really no. Not bad yeah, at all. and I mean for like a DC book, a Batman book, the like I like all of these future state books. It's just yeah, it's like well okay, give me. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to read the next Catwoman. When I was checking in the mm-hmm. books, I was just like I almost read it, but I was like mm, I'm gonna wait <laughs> because I knew that I would just get distracted and just end up reading all of them. But, yeah. Yeah, there's been several of the future state ones that I was not expecting to enjoy mm-hmm. at all that I'm enjoying quite a bit. So, oh, you did it again. <laughs> okay, I have um, Beast. This is by Marion Churchland. This book came out several years ago. Um, 2009. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I didn't realize that's how old it was. Um, anyway, so I read a book called Arclight. It was Arclight mm-hmm. um, a few weeks ago, and absolutely loved the art in it by Marion Churchland. So I was kind of just going through and buying things that she had done the art for. Uh, she wrote and did the art in this one. Uh, this is about uh, an aspiring sculptor named Colette who was commissioned by a figure simply known as Beast. Um, it's kind of kind of hard to explain like exactly you kind of have to read it to to understand truly what i'm saying but she's basically in essentially an abandoned house and she's working on this sculpture and the the man who had commissioned her beast just kind of shows up whenever and says very ominous things but mm-hmm. um i was telling champ earlier this when she wrote this it was after her dog had passed away of like 15 years or something like that so she was like not in the right headspace so it started off originally she said the story started off as like an ode to her dog and then it turned into this whole thing about how it'll always be there yeah so it i really enjoyed this book i thought it was so good um i loved of course the art in it but the fact that she only used shades of colors i Mm -hmm. thought was very very interesting yeah 
Um, and there is a dog in this book, but it's kind of in the background. And I thought that was a very interesting thing for her to do because it's there and then all of a sudden it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this was a, a very quick read. I don't know. I, I would recommend it just because I thought it was a really good... It, like, made me emotional. I almost cried while reading it, just thinking about, like, oh, okay, you know, my dog's going to die one day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, it was it was really good. I was pleasantly surprised at how much I enjoyed it. All right. Um, so then we have Chain Mail Bikini. I actually have not gotten a chance to read this yet, but it is some stories about anthologies of women... Gamers. Mm-hmm. Each story is just a few pages long, and it's a, a different person every few pages. Um, I have gotten a few stories in, and there's one which I'm excited for you to read. It's called Reticulating Spli- Splines. Okay. Um, it's just the way that it's drawn was really good. It, that's, it made me laugh really hard as I was reading it. It's a girl playing The Sims. All right, yes. Um, good, good. But yes, I... I've enjoyed this a lot so far, and again, I'm only a few chapters in, and so far I've dealt with, like, D&D and The Sims and Mario, I believe, was the other one that they did, yeah. Um, I think one of the stories is about a girl playing with her siblings, and it just reminded me of me playing with my little Mm -hmm. sisters, like, growing up, so it just... It hit. Yeah. And it was just... I don't know, it's really good. They're they're lighthearted and also, like, just heavy at the same mm-hmm. time just real yeah yeah very very real um it's it's good i would recommend this to every single person especially women or femme presenting persons i just think it's just very very interesting and a really good take on this whole part of the world yes yeah, yeah that niche yeah uh or culture i guess yeah so. yeah uh, all right, so then now we have Eternals. This is issue number two. I'm I don't I don't have a lot to say. I mean, I still I I like it a lot. There's I think I like this one more than the first one just because the characters and like the story itself has been kind of set up. Mm-hmm. So I liked seeing how they interacted and how they're solving the problem. And it is nice to get that like balance of like who these characters are, especially mm-hmm. if you're like unfamiliar with this world. I just, Asad Ribic's facial expressions are one of my favorite things, mm-hmm, so that's mm-hmm. what I was, like, paying attention to while I was reading it. Uh, Sprite's faces are so good. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. I just, yeah, there's a lot of this I really enjoy, and I do, once again, it's a mystery, so mm-hmm. gotta love a mystery. It's, uh, yeah, and just, like, all of his books, it, it builds, I guess. Oh, God, my package is Yeah, sick. especially, um, like, the character development itself. Oh, yeah, it's, um... Because I was never really interested in reading anything about Eternals. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, as always, I'll just read anything that Karen Gillan writes. But like the way that he builds the characters is just, it's really solid. Mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. I enjoy it quite a bit. And I'm, I hope one day I'll understand what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I hope one day to read it and know, know the words that are mm-hmm. being written down. It's like <laughs> love inside jokes. <laughs> love to be a part of one someday uh i guess i guess i will go because this is technically not the next book um i mean it is and it isn't eh. this is uh wolverine black white and blood this is issue number three just that little anthology of three different stories 
It was like, I did not end up reading the third story, I don't think, because I had had enough Wolverine by that time. That makes sense. But it's still enjoyable. You have to, you know, like Wolverine. I do enjoy Wolverine, but sometimes, yeah, like just like three stories, different like Wolverine stories where he's kind of just like fighting shit Mm -hmm. in a row. It's just like, okay, I get it. You're fucking, you're fucking Wolverine. I get it. I get it. But I do like, I do like seeing the different takes on it takes on him still is it still like three different writers three different artists for each one Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i i really like that concept i think it's really cool yeah and i mean it's a nice way to like just get a little bit of a you know story about a character and i do like that like these black white and whatever books quite a bit (laughs) hey you're our valentine yeah happy valentine's day we love you um i just i do like that idea of it um yeah and then you know it's valentine's day so black white and blood Ooh, perfect yeah i'm gonna rip out everybody's hearts in temple of doom okay well speaking of valentine's day um i have x-force this is issue number 17 this is a kid omega centric issue um he goes i mean it just goes after it tells all the different ways he's died since they've you know perfected the the re rebirthing or whatever and how he says you know like i i am tired of dying i don't want to die anymore but no matter what happens he just like keeps dying keeps dying yeah so yeah that's pretty much what it is that he gets sent to that ship or whatever they get like a distress call or whatever from a ship so he goes out there to investigate by himself and when he's there he dies but he notices that like everyone has been killed um, so when he gets brought back, they're asking him, like, well, do you remember what happened and all that kind of stuff? And he explains, like, no, everyone was dead, but what happened, they're, they're trying to investigate, um, a lot of the people that had been killed has Wolverine's marks on them, mm-hmm. but they're not spaced correctly. Mm-hmm. So it's not him, it's just him masquerading. Um, but yeah, him and his girlfriend have a, a cute little talk and he changes up his look. Uh, she convinces him that, like, every time that he does die, it, he almost has, like, a death wish, essentially. And he's trying to get to the root of that and trying to just, like, figure out why exactly he is the way he is. Mm-hmm. And that's when he decides, like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I want to be happy for once. He cries. It's it's just a really good issue. Yeah. He changes up his look completely. And I don't like it personally, but he's in love with it. So good for him, I guess. Um, but yeah, they're, they're just trying to investigate, like, what had happened, who was pretending to be X-Force, and why they're killing all these people and trying okay. to, like, frame them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I really like this one. I don't really care for Kid Omega either way. Like, he's just kind of like a character. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy him sometimes. I think he says some really funny things, but I also think he's a tryhard. Um, <laughs> but... I felt some type of way about him in this one. Like, it was just very relatable, the the thoughts that he had, so. I, I, I yeah. liked it, yeah. yeah. I mean, that was a book that I, was, I surprisingly liked quite a bit, so mm-hmm. I am, I do need to just read those, like, last couple issues. I can let you borrow them if you want. I mean, you have, that, uh, you have that one here, so. I mean. Oh, yeah, was that the last one? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll just leave this one here then, too, and you can Ev- read it Eventually I'll do it. Yeah. No, no worries. That's okay. Uh, so that's that's it. That's it. We did it. It's uh, It's been a Valentine's Day. 
We hope that you understand that we love you a bunch just for listening to us. Every single one of you who listens, you're our Valentine. Because you have the patience to listen to us talk for 30 to 45 minutes, sometimes an hour, which is really impressive, I must say. Uh, So thank you for doing that. Uh, And if you read comics, you know, thanks for supporting your local comic shops and all of that stuff. Uh, Once again, I will repeat, like, if you're in Omaha, consider donating to Omaha Street Medics. I mean, even if you're not do that that'd be great they help support our houseless population uh and there's also probably you know local other local places that do that as well we should put together a list and like post it and stuff if you wanted i don't know i just think it would be cool if we had a list of places where if you do want to donate money like especially this time of year to people who desperately need it Mm -hmm. like we can have those resources available i think that would be cool yeah because you know supporting Anyone you can, as far as you can, as much as you can, is super important. So, as always, thank you so much. Take care of yourselves. We love you. We love you. Thank you for joining us. (laughs)